0: Welcome. You're tuned in to the Tech Time Podcast. Tech Time Podcast. Tech Time. Tech
1: Time, Tech time. Podcast.
0: Podcast. Tech Time Podcast. Tech Time
2: and I, your podcast.
0: Hello and welcome back. This is the Tech Time Podcast with your host, Ty and Fee. Hello. Today, we have another special guest international guest because we're that big time now that's how we do uh she is many things wears many different hats artist model actress healer of energies and fixer of chakras we've got the incomparable magnificent anything you want to add fiona I'm in the drum roll. Uh, Anita, welcome to the show. Thank you for, you know, dropping by on your Canadian tour. Yay! (laughs) Introduce yourself to the people.
2: Thank you for that introduction. I
0: I try and pride myself on on good intros.
2: I was like, that was the most intense intro I've ever been given. Um, (laughs) hi, I'm Anita. That's about it. That's, that's about,
0: about that's it. That's
2: about it. And, and, no, I'm just kidding. End
0: scene. And that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for, <laughs> for joining this. us. Thanks, everyone. It was nice. It was nice. KY. bye. <laughs>
2: Gotta go.
0: Um, no. So, today we got, it's a dessert episode, because um, we were trying to figure out what, what Anita likes to eat. Uh, backstory, Anita is my fake daughter. <laughs> uh, she's a, no. Nah. I'm I'm talking shit, y'all. She is a good friend of my girlfriend, and happened to be in my neck of the woods. So I was like, in in line with us getting getting together with like business owners and independent artists and kind of like people just doing their own thing. I was like, yeah, come on. And so I tried to figure out what she enjoys to eat. So I was I said, let me take my first crack at baking, and uh, we were trying to figure out. How to make the white the, not the white the mic work, and um, it just was not working out for us. And she she kind of devoured the plate in the meantime. But your thoughts on the cookie dessert with ice cream for the people, please?
2: It was yum. It was really good.
0: Short and sweet. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that <laughs> recipe.
2: <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs>
1: I got, not,
0: you got nothing to say. Fiona? Well Fiona Fiona's not a not a dessert person. I don't eat chocolate. She doesn't eat chocolate specifically.
1: So I don't and do chocolate desserts. I okay. am chocolate enough for myself.
0: Bars. So uh, yeah, no chocolate chips
1: Mm-mm.
0: for for Fio. Fiona. Um, any hoodles. If you want the recipe, I followed, I think it was from Tasty. I will link that in the description so that everyone can get their desserty goodness on. The only thing I changed was I did nutmeg instead of I think it was uh espresso powder mainly just because I I couldn't find it <laughs> actually I'm lying. I I asked I went to one grocery store okay. and they didn't have it so I'm like it's not worth going to another grocery store for. I got nutmeg. So <laughs> Boom. Um, but I'm glad you guys like it. Or I'm glad Anita likes it. Yay. <laughs> Anywho, I'm going to let Anita take over and kind of tell us and the people what she does, what she's, uh, what kind of project she's been working on, and, and hopefully we can get to know her a little better. So, Anita, without further ado, the floor is yours. Talk to us.
2: Um... What realm should I start with? Art stuff? Healing stuff?
0: Let's go there's... art. Let's go art first.
2: Okay. Um. So, I'm an artist.
0: Boom.
2: <laughs> I do, like, per- basically personal paintings. Mm-hmm. So, there's two pieces I'm working on currently. One of them is, like, a pencil drawing.
0: Right.
2: Actually, they're both mixed-media pieces. Um, but, yeah, one of them is about like a visual representation of PTSD. Um, And then the other one is a visual representation of resilience. Mm. Um, Both of them are mixed media pieces. The resilience one I've basically painted with um, acrylic paint. Do you guys want to see it?
0: Yes. Sure.
2: I was like, I have photos. (laughs) Wonderful. But the peoples can't see it, but it's okay. You could also visit my art page. Um, which we will link in the description yeah which i should probably post on before i send people there um okay so this is the piece on resilience
1: oh wait is that is the is the flower real
2: it's like a it's a 3d thing but it's not a real flower but the dried roses in the background are real
0: oh wow yeah yeah i haven't seen that one
2: yeah, no, it's a work in progress.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Ooh. The other one I think I've seen. You probably if the, have. If it's the one that I said I wanted, then it is the one.
2: It's not that one, actually. Oh,
0: then it's not that one.
2: The one... It's not that one. I'll show you. So, I'm sorry. I know this isn't like conducive to podcasting. Nah, that's cool. But it's unfinished, but this is the piece on PTSD. So, Ooh. for those who are listening, it's basically a pencil drawing of... A girl with, like, an arrow going through her throat, and the name of the piece is called Just Breathe. So, like, it's supposed to be a juxtaposition, because it's supposed to be, like, well, how is she supposed to breathe if she can't? She got an arrow in her throat. Exactly.
0: Kind of difficult, notoriously difficult (laughs) to breathe with arrows in throats.
2: Yeah. Um, My purpose was, like, I feel like people just typically don't understand, like, people with mental health issues, and so a lot of times I feel, like, siloed and kind of on an island. Mm -hmm. And so part of why I draw and paint is like literally just for myself to be able to express like if someone's not going to understand what it feels like by me describing it, maybe they'll understand what it feels like if I try to show them
0: Mm. like visually.
2: Yeah. Um, so it's
0: like kind of a, like a therapy. Absolutely. Nice.
2: I think like I used to write, like I used to do poems and then like short stories and stuff. She does that too. Yeah. You. (laughs) It's
0: not about me. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and then a lot of, like, trauma happened where I felt like I didn't have the words anymore. And then that's when I kind of turned to art, like visual art, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so those are my two current paintings that I'm working on. So do you only do visual arts now? No. I feel like I still dabble in a lot of stuff. Like, I write. I just don't publicly share my writing. Mm. Um, I journal a lot. And... I don't know. I want to, like, write a book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been something I've been kind of working on. I actually – I did write a piece that uh, – about traveling. It was, like, a a piece about grief while traveling that mm-hmm. got published, but that was kind of, like, the most recent writing thing that I've done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I also, like, the the art, like, I kind of just recently started getting back into it. Hmm. Um, in between, I was kind of trying to use, like, photography as, like, an outlet for mm-hmm. expression, so – That was something I was doing, but yeah, I wouldn't say, I'm like, I don't feel like I fit into any one type of box, because I feel like I just do a bunch of stuff, like... Fuck a box. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so it's not just visual arts, but... Okay. Yeah.
0: I like that. Um, Can people find your artwork places?
2: Suppose, like, should they be able to? Yeah, like, I have an Instagram, at Anita Signe Art, but... I don't know why. I'm just like really reluctant to post my art. Mm. I, I'm actually trying to sell some prints. Like I've been dabbling in like making prints of my work and like selling them. Yeah. Um, I got one. Yeah. But I'm just like nervous too. Why? I don't know. I'm just like, cause a lot of my work is like deeply personal. Mm-hmm. And I think there's just a, like, I think that it's probably like an inner core thing. Like, I think I just have like an inner belief that like, like who's going to want to buy a piece that's like deeply personal to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think it's just like a fear of like, also, because I feel like like my art is like so personal, it's like almost like I'm selling a piece of my diary to people. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or not even selling, but like even just showing it to people, and I'm just right. like, there's like this level of vulnerability that that requires that I don't know if I'm comfortable with yet. That's okay. Yeah, but I don't know. It's like a weird catch twenty two because there's a part of me that like wants to show my work and have conversations about it. Right. Um. So there's another part of me that's like, just not ready to, to put myself out yet. there. Yeah.
1: It doesn't, it, it doesn't have to be permanent, so it might not be a situation, where it might be a situation where you don't post it, Yeah. like, in a post, or, like, on your story or something to keep it permanent, but you could do something intimate, like a showing.
2: I really want to, it's, like, and, something on my bucket list of yeah, things to and do. and you
1: invite, like, 20 close people or people in the art community that you know would have a, you know, just show, and you can sit and have a discussion, and that way you can...
2: Not we'll see how it feels. you're not
1: giving yourself away. You're yeah. kinda like yes. showing it and then you can dig okay, thank you. And if someone wants to bet you can say no, it's not for sale.
2: That's true. Yeah.
0: Kinda like uh kinda like what you're doing with the poetry nights. If you wanna start at Poetry Nights, guys, mm-hmm. um, I would be remiss if I did not bring that up. Her and her colleague Kelly, who will also be on the show at, at a later date, decided that they were going to mm-hmm. Open up their space to kind of start facilitating nights where creatives just come into a room together and just kind of spit and be. Mm -hmm.
2: That's cool. I've been
0: to one. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. You could, you could, you know, the energy in there was something very magical. I'm not just, I'm not being, I'm not being facetious. I'm being actually very serious.
1: Everyone says that when they come through. Um, Everyone. It's, and it's kind of like. Mind-boggling because it's my space, and I'm just like, magic is here.
0: Yes, (laughs) and Fiona has a very bad habit of, like, underplaying how dope she is and, like, the dope shit that she does. And, like, me and her always come at, like, odds because of it. Which, in retrospect, if that's the thing that makes you fight with your friend, like, I'd rather have that problem than, like... You fucking t- took $40 out of my wallet I die. type <laughs> fights. You know what I'm saying? you have a wallet? I do have a wallet. <laughs> I mean, doesn't Not everybody? Not like a
1: clip? Like a no, money I have clip?
0: like a, well, my wallet has a money clip on it, but.
1: I thought you were a money clip guy. I've never seen it. Where is your wallet?
0: I think in my back pocket.
1: This has nothing to do with the back <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, you have a wallet. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Is that your ID?
0: Yeah, man. Back when I was a fat boy, you could see my double neck.
1: I have never touched your wallet
0: before. Never. Here you go. Thanks.
1: Oh. All To right. <laughs> bring it full circle.
0: <laughs> now you've confirmed that I have a wallet. I carry, I carry things on me. <laughs> you struck me as a money clip guy. I'm so sorry. I honestly, for a bit, I was like, maybe I do want to transition into that. Because I feel like it's less hassle.
2: Hmm. It also feels less secure, though.
0: That too, because yeah. I'm just like what the hell. I'm just like yeah, it's just a clip with hmm. cash.
2: Yeah, That's- and I'm just
0: like, well, I don't really need that because man pants have pockets, like real pockets. <laughs> yeah, not not
2: fake pockets. Not the
0: fake pockets that girl pants That's have.
2: True. Not all girl pants have that, but the ones that do suck. Come yeah. on, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, they're not. They're it's like I they just... too
2: have things I want to carry, not in a purse. What yeah, the they're hell? like these
0: <laughs> shallow ass pockets. <laughs> yeah. I think. That is designed by like that on purpose so to, we make, buy to make women buying keep purposes. buying purses yeah because it if, if it matter. was like yeah if it was just efficient enough to be like
2: i oh, don't need a purse i
0: don't need a purse yeah they'd be like someone would to be out of business you know yeah, what yeah. and so they had so, to they had to make a pocket just enough to put like the first half of your hand in but yeah. not enough where you can like put
2: actually put your phone.
0: secure stuff yeah in your pocket that's why, like, girls look ridiculous putting their phone in their back pocket and, like, three-quarters of their phone is hanging out their pocket.
2: Purse. <laughs> Both of us are like, I don't know about all that. We're like, hold on. Also, though, it's like, you do what you gotta do. You do mm-hmm. you do, do I that. am a back pocket phone holder. Same. Me too. Yeah. Well.
0: <laughs> this has turned into an indictment on the clothing industry. <laughs> yeah. Give women pockets, damn it. They need them. Exactly. Tyrell and I endorse this message. (laughs) Uh, Moving forward, though. Artist, we've covered the art. Yes. Yes. Very elementarily.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Shall we move over to the more spiritual side?
2: Sure. And what you're doing there.
0: Because that, for me, was interesting. Because I had no idea that people like you existed. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I'm not even gonna talk about it, I'm gonna just let you let you go and maybe we'll spitball some questions while you go. So okay. take it away.
2: So do I just say like the things that I yeah, do? Yeah, say um so I am a palm reader, a trauma informed yoga teacher, trauma informed Reiki practitioner, mm-hmm. and I also am a trauma informed sound healer. Okay. I wanna ask
1: need? about the sound healing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it the bowl? Mm
2: -hmm. How does it work? So the way how I learned to do sound healing sessions is it's like it integrates with self-care and like self-massage and tapping and stuff. Mm. Um, And then you kind of start off doing self-healing stuff or like somatic experiencing kind of modalities to get your body like not in the stressed out state. And then basically after that, you would like lay down and like. The sound healing practitioner, which in this case would be me, mm-hmm. would, like, kind of lead you through a little bit of a meditation because nothing's going to help you relax if you're, like, in a fight-or-flight state, which most of us are in our day-to-day because we're stressed out or we're, like, thinking about the next thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then from there, it's, like, you would just play, like, the bowls or whatever. Different sound healing practitioners have different tools. So mm-hmm. some people have, like, rain sticks or, like, um, harps or, like, anything. Like, it doesn't have to be bowls. Okay. And then... Um, from there it's like they would just probably it's like it's almost like a simultaneous like meditative thing because mm-hmm. they would be like verbally telling you to like envision something something mm-hmm. and then in addition to that probably like a couple of like minutes of sound healing so maybe like ten minutes 20 minutes whatever okay. like it feels like is right in the moment uh-huh. and then after that it's kind of like just um just trying to help the client like drop into their bodies a little bit more because okay. I think the idea Is that we live our lives in a very disconnected state. That's just by nature. Mm -hmm. Like, life is very much on the go. And, like, I think my goals, at least for sound healing, would just be to reintroduce you back into your own space, which is your body. Like, just remind you that this is here and you're here now. And, like, we don't have to be worrying about the next thing in five minutes. Like, Mm -hmm. take this time for yourself kind of thing.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, So that would be, like, my goals. But, like, all practitioners are not the same. So... And
1: so it 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 kind of heal It 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 works to bring you back to awareness. So it's not like a societal medicinal type of healing.
2: So it does have some some healing properties in the sense that. Some people believe that sound healings actually do disperse like the energy around your body.
0: Mm-hmm. So, like,
2: we do have an energy body that's like outside of our physical bodies, which is basically our auras. Um, and so, sound does have like different frequencies do have the ability to kind of break up energy and, like, okay, yeah. So, there is like a cleansing or like a regulating or like a healing kind of quality to sound healing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just always really cautious about portraying things like this antidote to, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't see it that way because I don't think that, you know, you just sit here and all of a sudden you're fixed and your chakras are clear. That's not personally how I think things work. But like I said, not all practitioners are created equal and someone else might tell you something different. Okay. So... That's just my personal belief. True. true. Yeah.
0: So, in terms of uh, other traumatic healings, I I hope I use that right.
2: No, but it's okay. No.
0: KK, okay, okay. what's the exact phrasing?
2: Well, um, trauma informed.
0: Trauma informed.
2: Because healing's not supposed to be traumatic. Right. Mm-hmm. So, trauma
0: informed healing. Yeah. Um, how would that work in in like the capacity of like? How does someone trauma-informedly trauma inf- <laughs> heal from, like, doing yoga?
2: So, for example, I think a trauma-informed practitioner keeps in mind that the person that they are working with um, has been through some shit. We don't typically like to prescribe all-or-nothing type ways of looking at things. Right. When it comes to specifically yoga, for example, like all the goal is always to help you tap into your parasympathetic nervous system and never
0: time out. What is that?
2: So in your regular people life, you have two different types of nervous systems, your sympathetic nervous system and your parasympathetic. Your sympathetic nervous system is the one that kicks in when you're like stressed out, running to work, like fight or flight, like about to be attacked by a bear, Mm -hmm. um, your, your parasympathetic is the one that helps you rest and digest. It's the nervous system that kicks in when you're trying to take a nap, when you're like in a rested state. Okay. Mm. You cannot heal if you are currently being fired up. If your brain is firing the parasympathetic response, your adrenal glands are like right. shooting out adrenaline. Mm-hmm. You're hella stressed. There is no healing that can happen in that space because your body isn't even able to receive it. Your body is, like, in danger mode. Okay. Whether it's real or perceived doesn't really matter. So that's another example of trauma-informed. Someone who's not trauma-informed might say something to, for example, my personal experience. Let's start there, I guess, because that's what led me to want to be a trauma-informed practitioner. Right. I've been to people that are not trauma-informed. I am a survivor of domestic violence, sexual assault, and other things. Right. I never felt like I was ever truly seen by the practitioner when they were not trauma informed because a huge part of healing is safety and a mm-hmm. huge part of trauma informed work is creating that safe space so that the person's sympathetic nervous system isn't like bugging out yeah. mm-hmm. because you know, like you're doing, for example, like Reiki, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in a minute. Absolutely. You're putting a lot of trust into the person or the practitioner that's working with you and I think like a really important aspect of that work is feeling safe because there's no way for you to like be vulnerable, open up your heart, mind, soul. If you feel like you're unsafe in that moment. Right. And so I personally felt like I've had the two different experiences where the first practitioner I've ever gone to was not trauma informed. Mm-hmm. She would say a lot of black and white stuff. So like I have really bad anxiety. I live with PTSD. That is not my fault, but she would say very spiritual bypassy things like, you know, that's I'm somehow doing something to attract this to me, or I'm not doing enough to like overcome this like bad vibes. And it's like, I don't agree with that because it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm doing so much actually to try to transcend this stuff. But some of this stuff, A lives in your brain, B lives in your body. C isn't your fault. Like sometimes shitty things just happen Happen. and it's not your fault. And it's not like you're doing anything to call that to you, but there's a way to heal. But you know, like you have to create that safe space. And so Um, after I departed from that healer, I met someone that was trauma informed Mm -hmm. and that made all the difference because there was no judgment. There was no, like, well, you're not doing enough and you know, like you're not, um, you know, opening your chakras enough. It wasn't like that at all. It was more so just like, Hey, let me meet you where you're at. Like what's going on or like, you know, like it's the difference between like what's wrong with you and like what happened to you. Right. That's Mm -hmm. the difference. It's like, it's like, you know, like and so, trauma from yoga, because that was specifically your question. The goal is not to have a workout. Right. The goal is how do we connect our minds and our bodies together? Uh-huh. Um, it's more of like a meditative experience than it is a workout class. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's like it would not be for someone who's looking to sweat and, like, burn 50 calories or however much calories people burn mm-hmm. with yoga. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more so for people who feel like... So for example, I really struggle with, um, disassociating. It's just like one of my symptoms with Mm -hmm. my PTSD. That means that when I'm like really stressed out, sometimes I'll feel like I'm having like out of body experiences and like mentally I just leave my body. Trauma informed yoga is what kind of helped me be embodied again. Meaning when I start feeling really stressed out, how do I remind myself that in this moment I'm safe Mm -hmm. and I'm okay and bring myself back into my body so it's more like that, connecting your mind with your body.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Follow up question to to like what you're saying about um, some healers when they're not trauma informed, they associate everything black and white. Mm-hmm. Is there is there like a level? So if I'm coming to you, for example, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is like what's kind of going on with me. Is there still like a level of like? I guess for lack of a better term like accountability on my end on like okay this is what I've been doing or mm-hmm. what's not cuz it's like just as like I understand that bad shit happens to good people all the time uh I do there I do also personally believe like that there's shit that we do attract to ourselves and that's because we've like are moving in a certain way or like carrying a certain right. energy and we might not know why we're carrying that energy but like I don't
2: know if that's making sense. It does. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, I think it is your healer or whoever you're seeing, your therapist, whoever it is, it's their responsibility to lovingly call you out when it is something you're doing. Okay. But I'm saying, I think what I'm referring to is like, sometimes people, like, I'm just trying to think, like, for example, if I've been through a traumatic experience, it's not my fault that I live with anxiety. It's not like I'm not doing enough spiritual healing and therefore right. I'm still super fucking anxious like right. that's what I mean but if it's the flip side of that where it's like you're not communicating properly with your partner and your relationships turning to shit then absolutely that's like something that you need to take accountability for right you know and like um change but I think I'm when I say that I think I'm referring to the like insane level of like spiritual bypassing that goes on mm. yeah
0: okay yeah. um so Reiki
2: mm-hmm
0: i have never even heard of that word Mm -hmm. at all can you give us uh like a brief i guess description or definition of what that is and how does one how does one reiki or does one is it a verb (laughs) is it an adjective i
1: think it's a noun i think it's a noun i think it's a noun
0: because it's a thing it's a Reiki's a thing i
1: don't know it's not like it's a tangible thing but it's like a it's a it's a modality for
2: energy healing
0: yeah <laughs> so then it then you do it
2: you you don't perform it well the practitioner does it and the so client receives be, it
0: so that's a verb i
2: don't know to
0: do like it's like i'm running running as a verb it's not a noun
2: I don't know how to answer this question. That's right. Uh,
0: this is more just me. Spill, I don't know. I'm,
1: I think I, I always thought he was unknown. I'm going to Google it.
0: Yes. Quick Googles. And we'll be back after these messages.
1: <laughs> and
0: we are going to go a commercial. Yo, imagine.
2: Reiki Imagine renowned. if we get commercials for it's real It's Boom. I think it could be both, though. Apparently, Reiki um, means universal life energy.
0: Well, there you go universal life energy right now
2: long story short the way or i guess the conceptual idea so it's basically like there is energy flowing through the universe Mm -hmm. the reiki practitioner is just the channel so it's important for the reiki practitioner to be doing their own spiritual healing work keeping their own channels clear meaning making sure that you know they're balancing their own chakras and etc part of being a reiki practitioner is balancing your own chakras Right. Um, Besides that, you are not... As a Reiki practitioner, you're not like this magical human being that has the power to like fix people. That's not the vibes. Yeah. (laughs) You are just the channel. So it's like the, the practitioner's crown chakra is open and we have to get our hand chakras like activated by a Reiki master in order to be able to perform Reiki. And so what happens or the idea is almost like, you know, like a hose, like a garden hose. Yeah. So the wall is the universal life energy. The hose is the Reiki practitioner. Mm -hmm. And the water that comes out, that's just the energy that we're channeling.
0: Ah, okay.
2: Yeah. So the idea is that you're just kind of a channel. Reiki kind of operates on the idea that we all have energy bodies that are outside of our physical body. Okay. And it also interplays with the chakra system, Mm -hmm. which is like you have seven chakras in your body. Those are energy centers. I think chakra actually means, like, wheels of light. Okay. I think that's what it translates to. Shit. Um, and so there's seven different ones in your body. They all represent a different thing, mm-hmm. and they're all connected to different organs, mm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We could go on forever about what it could mean. Um, and, yeah, and the, the idea is that... So I was having this conversation with Fiona before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't like to say that your chakras are blocked. I like to think of it as an imbalance where either... You know, it's overactive or underactive. Right. And so that approach to it, I think, helps people not feel like they're inherently broken and like they're unfixable. Kind of,
0: kind of like a muscle. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you, you haven't used your biceps in a minute. Probably should do some pushups. Yeah. yeah.
2: Or maybe you're doing way too much you're and your muscles way are too
0: like much pushups.
2: Yeah. Like you chill, need to out, chill out. Do some yeah.
0: core. Maybe exactly. do some cardio, bro. Exactly. Okay.
2: So it's kind of like the Reiki practitioner's role to identify what's going on what's overactive what's underactive and mm-hmm. then at least the way i learned how to do it is like prescribe a kind of holistic healing plan That's that involves TV avatar. yeah i'm thinking of i'm thinking of what to cut you with it's the okay. hose
1: analogy and is it that so the the energy is the wall the the healer is the hose yes the universe is the wall, the healer is the holes, and the energy is flowing through the holes is what mm-hmm. you're channeling. Yeah. Am I, like, standing there with a bucket? Am I? Th- are we the flowers? Yeah, like, what are, are we? Are we the garden? Like, what is it that, like... Because at some point, you are going to say to me that, for that better term, my flower isn't growing. So I'm coming to you because I have a plant and the plant isn't growing. Mm-hmm. So is it that I have a garden and you come and you say, okay, this one isn't growing because it's...
2: Not getting enough sun.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that what's happening? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I was
2: going to say, whether you recognize it or not, Mm -hmm. all of us are conduits for energy and all of us receive energy. All of us emit energy. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ever walk into a room and you just feel like the vibe is bad? Yeah. That's you receiving some bad energy, whether you think you're receiving it or not, because we're all energetic beings. Our auras pick up on other people's auras, whether you're conscious of it or not. Mm -hmm. So... I guess to finish that analogy, yeah, like you could be a garden Mm -hmm. and your flowers may not be growing, but it's not because they're broken. It's because maybe they're not getting enough sunlight, as you said, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of the idea is, is like the Reiki practitioner. Mm. Yeah, exactly. The Reiki practitioner is kind of just channeling the energy into your energy body, which already picks up on energy. Yeah. Okay. You already do it. You just don't realize you're doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you so know what I'm saying? It's and, like, and that's yeah. why it's
2: a very passive experience. It's not like you have to do anything to receive the energy besides feel like you're in a safe environment with someone you trust. Right. Okay. That's all you have to do. Cause if you're on guard, then it's going to be very difficult for you to kind of sink in mm-hmm. and allow the experience to like wash over you. That's the only thing I would say that you have to do is just be with someone you trust. Okay. Um, but other than that, it's a very passive thing. It's not like you have to do anything or be anything okay. to like be able to receive because you do it without even realizing you're doing it right now.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, so, how long have you been practicing Reiki?
2: So, I have been a client of Reiki healers for quite a long time now. I'd say probably six or seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently, during 2020, got my uh, Reiki practitioner two training thing done. Reiki, when you're, um, when you do your first training, it's like, you can only do Reiki on yourself. And then when you go to level two, you could do it with other people and do distance healings and mm-hmm. also healing on animals. Um, okay. and then if you do the third level, then you could teach it
0: to That's people. interesting. Yeah. How do, you, how do you unlock an animal chakra? different because you're not
2: unlocking anything, you're just like, balancing energy. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, also, like, that's another interesting thing. Like, animals pick up on energy. Like, and I don't know if you guys have pets or dogs, I but don't. dogs can tell, for example, if you are like a neurotic, chaotic person, they will start acting chaotically. Mm-hmm. If you're a very calm energy, like, you know what I mean? They can pick up on energy too. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the same thing, you're not unlocking anything, it's not like you know, you're kind of just like. You're just balancing their energy. I mean, dogs have, uh, animals have chakra bodies too. So it kind of works the same way that it works in humans. I know they said that about cats, which like, is I want one. Nah, I hate cats, man. They and say cats. They cats say are the cats are healers. They're yeah,
1: and like if you see them, like walk around and like st- like do something in a spot, they're like cleansing it.
2: Yeah, it's weird. I've I heard do. that too. Yeah, like yeah. they're they're like magical. Man, fuck cats.
1: <laughs> and that's why like they, the Egyptians held them at such high
0: regard because they're like cats are just like teenagers. They just do what they want to do. They don't.
2: You're a like, dog person.
0: Yeah, give me a dog all day dogs will like not see you for 10 seconds and then we'll see you and it's like the greatest <laughs> thing ever i want that
2: yeah cats could give a fuck but yeah and i love like that
0: cats are just like is there food in my bowl bitch <laughs> is there water okay
1: <laughs> yeah but while it's walking around it's it's healing the space yeah what is a dog doing shitting in the corner that's not no, true no
0: dog shit <laughs> outside first of all i don't know i'm gonna and, to a, both. Dog, and You're a dog like, like, and like, yeah, yeah dogs, dogs are, are like, cute
1: I have I have been bitten loyal in the back of my foot. Which is why dog. I, I'm not a fan of the I've
0: always like I've always been like, why do girls call like player guys dogs when dogs are like the loyal cute. creature? Um like dogs dogs literally will like if some like I've seen videos where like a dude is like passed out and a dog will like literally like stay with the person or like go and get help.
2: This is a good question. I I'm have just no like idea. I'm like why um, why, are, like, don't why don't are we as, dogs like Yeah that. why are we why
0: are we <laughs> associating Yeah. Dogs with such bad behavior. Because we have to walk you, we got to
1: feed you, (laughs) we got to give you attention, right? We can't leave you in the house for too long. I get bored.
0: But that's any relationship. Is it? Of course. (laughs) Of course, you gotta feed. You gotta feed your girlfriend. You gotta.
1: What? (laughs) You don't got to walk us. You don't (laughs) got to carry us nowhere. yeah, we don't. not care. We do not yeah, care. Yeah, you do we don't
0: care.
2: We don't care. I might care.
1: There you go <laughs> <Take> <laughs> Who for a can? walk. I I don't know. I'm not in a relationship. I don't. Do, I don't. I don't relationship well. Uh,
0: so you say?
2: I don't
1: relationship well. So I have no idea how to fix it. Keep it. You make
0: don't. It you don't romantic relationship well. Is that? I don't relationship
1: to? well. I I need to get my chakras aligned. <laughs> I am on a walk. My energy is all over the place. But I don't.
0: I would say you relationship well. You might not romantic relationship well.
1: I don't... self I,
0: I But I'm like, we've been in a relationship for like over a decade.
1: I don't relationship well, though.
0: I mean, I have no complaints over here. But I, that's I'm because like,
1: your view of yourself isn't contingent on mine. And my view on myself... Okay, let me put it this way. because like, yes. That doesn't make any sense. Your view of... Your, your, your self-view of self uh-huh. is so... Um, I want to say forgiven that you project that that's how in, in, not, in, not, in a bad way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like you will love someone in a very forgiving way because that's how you love yourself. Right. Cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I have gone through stages of loving myself, but you've constantly stayed in a very forgiving, open, soft space because that's how you love yourself gently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't love myself gently. So what, what happens is if I'm in relation with somebody who's also struggling to love themselves gently or who also doesn't do that well, mm-hmm. then I won't relation well.
0: Ah, uh, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Because I'm struggling with my own self-love, loving myself gently. So until I get to a place where I'm loving myself in a way that like is conducive to all types of energies and people, I will not
0: relationship well. I'm picking up what you're putting down.
1: Yeah. So it's it's not because of other people. It's because I have a very like combative relationship with myself. At but the
0: moment. Overall. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's true.
1: I'm working on it. Yes. Like if 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 I was a person outside of myself, and I was talking to me how I talk to me, I'd have never been. I'd have been like, bitch, who are you talking to?
0: That's actually a very good point is like...
1: But that's how I talk to yeah, myself.
0: That's a very good point.
1: Which is which is why I'm like very interested. You wouldn't
0: even... Like most times you wouldn't even talk to other people the way you talk to yourself. No. Like... But you even would. People, even people that like you beef with. But you would. I mean... E- yeah. probably.
1: And that is why you... Kind of. And that's why... Because
0: I do be, be wilding on myself sometimes. And then I'm just like... Mm, it's really not that deep. I catch myself. Because I'm like... For me I'm always in a place of me. Uh, I'm kind of in a place of like two extremes mm-hmm. of like I'm that nigga and then like you ain't shit. Mm. And like that that's the that's the the balance, the balance that I like I come from where I'm like man you ain't shit. You got to work harder. And then I'm also like just randomly I'll be like man I am I'm that dude like <laughs> I'm like, who are you gonna talk to? Like, perfect example. So when Janelle was here, we went to we went to this party uh, for my boy. Shout out Dapo. It was, I think, his birthday. And this girl that was there uh, was talking to Janelle, and she was like, "Oh, like, where are you from?" Da da da. She's like, "Oh yeah, I'm from New York. I'm Todd's boyfriend." And she's like, "Huh? New York? The fuck? How'd you hmm. how'd you meet this guy?" And she's like, "Ah." Right. So then we tell him the story. And then she's like interested, da-da-da, like in our story, not mm-hmm. in us. Well, I guess technically in us because our story. And then I was just I was just being funny, but I was also being serious. And she's like, she's like, yeah, you're mad lucky to have her. Da, da, da. I'm like, I was like, yeah, but she's lucky. I'm sexy as fuck. And she's like, relax. And I was like, what? uh uh-uh. I'm like, yo, come get your mans. Like, like, yo, Jadog, deal with her. <laughs> deal with her. But Like, I'm not normally like that. But sometimes Mm. I'll just be like that. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Does that make sense?
1: It does. This is a whole different topic, but I feel like that is also a, a thing with you. Like, it's a you thing. Yeah. Like...
0: I, mean, I definitely feel like, like I need selfie. to get my chakras
2: a Yeah, You it know what I mean? It sounds like they, you have a lot of self-love, though, right? Exactly. Like, like you have way more Like, like someone's try. like, oh, she's lucky to have you. And you're like, I mean, wait, the other way. And then you're like, well, yeah, you're lucky to have her. And then you're like, yeah, and she's lucky to have me. And that's just you sound, like to me, that sounds like you have a lot of self, self-love. self-love and self-esteem, which is great. Yeah. So that's how
1: you will love somebody else. If, if I was with someone <clears throat> and they walk up to me and they're like, oh, he's lucky to have you, I'd say, I know. Right. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't then... And if, and if they came to me and said to me, oh, you know, bro- yeah, like, your partner is lucky to have you, I would say, no, nah, I'm lucky to have them.
0: Mm.
1: Right. You get what I'm saying?
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So I don't relationship well.
0: Romantically.
1: Period. No. <laughs> like,
0: because
1: <laughs> okay. my energy is, like, all over the place. Like, it's so funny you talk about dogs... If dogs come around me, it's either they want to play or they want to lick me. <laughs> either way, they're up at night. Like, and I'm just like, now that you've said that, I'm like, ah. So they're feeling that I don't even know what's going on with my energy.
2: Dogs are like a little love balls. Like they just want to give love. That's which is what's funny about dogs.
0: I love dogs. Yeah. Never had a dog.
2: You should get one. I've been I'd... bitten by
1: a dog. So I
0: Yo, funny story. Like, my cousin, fuck that guy. So
1: <laughs> That's not good energy.
0: Nah, so... And we have a healer in the midst. Yeah, so... And we're going to have to burn some sage. Burning. Yeah, so we were, like, we were at his house, me and my... So, before
2: my... Wait,
1: sorry to cut you in yeah. the story. Sorry.
2: Does sage work? Um. Yeah, it cleanses the energy of spaces. And also, like, real talk, it has like, antimicrobial properties of it. What? Huh. you burn it, the yeah. smoke actually like literally cleanses the air of bacteria. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
0: I thought people were just doing it to be cute.
2: I mean, either way, I, I have to say this, it is like a native thing. Yeah, I'm just wanting to
1: know if it yeah. actually works.
2: Yeah, I mean, smoke medicine in general, like even if you just burn incense, anything like that, like at least like I know Eastern modalities and native different cultures, like mm-hmm. we do use smoke medicine. Like I'm, I'm Sikh and like we use incense all the time. Okay. So, yeah.
1: Right. You may go along with your dog story.
0: Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> side note. My
0: cousin and my sister. So, my, like, I'm, I am both simultaneously a middle child and the baby because, like, so it was me and my older sister mm-hmm. for a bit. And then my kid, my, not my kids, <laughs> my parents had more kids mm-hmm. after, like, a decade after. So, okay. like, I grew up, kind of the baby and then you got it was vaulted into middle child position okay um so I always had like I was always around older people okay moral of the story um and then so we was at my cousin's house and he had, like just moved to this block so we were like going for a walk and he's like yeah there's like a dog like a big ass dog and he'd like he set it up so perfect he's like yeah like you see this mark on my calf, like oh yeah, I got bit by a dog. Da da da. da. Not knowing this guy got bit by a dog in Jamaica, <laughs> this guy like set it up like he got bit by a dog on the block. Mm-hmm. So now I'm thinking about this. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, but I'm not gonna get caught like this guy did, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, they probably had to tie the dog up. I'm cool. So then we're walking around the block, and like I'm ahead of him and my sister. And then they're like, yeah, the 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 house, I don't even remember what exactly they said, like they have the house with the red garage, that's where the like that's where the dog's at. Right? And I think they just kind of picked a house that had a slightly open garage.
1: Uh-uh.
0: Right? So then now I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm alright. As long as I can get past that house, I'm straight. So I like kind of get past it, like I'm like halfway, and then all I hear is roo, 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 roo. and I'm like, oh nah, <laughs> doing a dash, and I'm running down the block, and then I like kind of look back, and they're running too. So like that, you know, when you see black people running, you run, you run. But I, I initially started the running, so I look back to see if they was also running, and they're running, and I see their faces going like like. They're trying not to laugh, but the way I'm seeing their face, I'm like, "Oh, it's, it's it, there's a there's a chase coming down." So <laughs> I'm booking it, and I'm not that fast, so. <laughs> <What the hell? laughs> but I'm booking. Like it. He's, like, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm not. A, I wasn't a fast kid. I was just like, but you're running. I was trucking it.
1: You're running. You're a Tracks.
0: <laughs> that day I was. That day I I, I I was moving like like bolt, and then uh, at the end of the block. They like catch up to me and they're laughing their ass off. They're like, yeah, there's was, there was no dog. Mm-mm. And I'm just like, bro, you guys, I hate y'all. No y'all the worst.
2: That's mean.
0: Yeah, worries. And then like that, that kind of had me fucked up with dogs for a minute. I'm just like, oh. You see,
1: but fuck. if it was a cat. You wouldn't have ran. No,
0: nah, because. <laughs> exactly. A cat, like,
1: exactly. And that's why we come back to how cats are majestic. <laughs> animals. Nah,
0: I still fuck cats. Don't care because cats will scratch you and cats I will low-key cats
2: have tiny razor blades attached to, to their paws they also like, will eat you um
0: yeah like, <laughs> it's like if you die and you're like so if you die around a dog, cat, technically no i don't think it, i think a dog would like die with you
2: well that's if they were your dog but if a wild dog found oh yeah you yeah, yeah, wild, yeah like yeah they would eat but you. i'm
0: saying your cat would eat you (laughs) like your cat that you used to feed would also eat you if you died it is helping
1: you decompose I don't understand (laughs) Uh,
0: okay if that's what you want if that's how you want to look at it with
1: a positive outlook
0: I mean nah whatever okay
1: coming back full circle because this episode is called healing and animals (laughs) Um, you also say you do palm readings yes what are the, without giving away any of the stuff, like, how do you
0: become, like, versed in palms?
2: So. Do you read
0: the lines? Yeah, like. Do you look like, is it, like, when the like, oh, yes, you're.
2: Oh, wait. Do you mean, like, how would I read
0: a poem? Yeah, like, how do you yes. get versed?
2: <laughs> so, basically. And I win. Basically, um, the right. Well, so I would ask you first of all, which is your dominant hand? This one. This one. Okay. So there's a lot going on right now for the viewers or listeners (laughs) at home. Let me see yours. Okay, wait. So to answer to answer your question, Mm -hmm. um, the non-dominant hand represents either your inner world or the non-dominant your non-dominant hand. Okay. Okay. Either your inner world or your fate. Oh, Oh shit. And Don't read that one. <laughs> and your dominant hand represents your current. So if if your life was a book, mm-hmm. your dominant hand would be your current chapter, and your non-dominant hand would be the future, like once everything's all settled. Oh. Ah. And then also could potentially represent your inner world. So like what's going on in your head. Oh. The other thing that I think is really beautiful about palm readings, and this kind of goes along with a lot of like the other work that I do, mm-hmm. is – the lines on your hands can change what? because we all have free will and we all make different decisions. And I don't know. No, that
0: can't be science.
2: No, that's true. So, so palm reading is a pseudoscience. I will say that openly. But the lines on your hands do change. That's the crazy thing.
0: No, 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 no. Do they no. change yes. how, over, like, like how do like, they like over time? Change like as change as in like the lines change positions so, or they.
2: Sometimes that. you'll have a line that right. all of a sudden over time becomes broken. Or you'll have a line that appears that wasn't there before. It, oh, it has happened. Shit. It happens to me. I like so I got basically certified in palm reading, and now I'm actually like helping facilitate a palm reading class, which is super cool. I just had to shout myself out there. Yeah, but, talk that talk. <laughs> but um, what's interesting is when I started the course, and it was only like a three month course. Mm-hmm. I was like obviously staring at my hands a lot because I'm like learning how to read palms, and then. Literally, lines were appearing on my hands, like in front of my eyes. And it's not like I was making it up, it's just because, like, I'm doing something different. Like, I'm diving into this world of like metaphysics and healing. And, like, all of a sudden, the lines on my hands were shifting. And I was like, That's crazy. But what I think is beautiful about that is it gives me kind of like a tangible sign of like you're never stuck in the position you're in and you can mm-hmm. always change your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want a palm reading now. We might have to
0: talk after the show. <laughs>
2: So, like, I think that's really cool, Um, but I got into palm reading because my mom read palms, and, um, I don't know, she just inspired me to want to get into it, so yeah.
1: Oh, wow. So, what's the most, like, you practice palm reading? Mm -hmm. What's the most, um, do you have a returning clientele?
2: Um, So, like, one, uh, so, okay, so the cool thing about reading palms is, like, like I said, the lines change, Um, so you can come back for a reading, like, a little bit after, Currently, I just kind of have been reading palms on like a one-to-one basis. Like you could book a palm reading with me, um, but yeah, I don't know about like returning clientele because I don't know why someone would get a palm reading like a week apart from each other. No, like like
1: I'd come like a year. It's been a or big two. week. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's been a big week because anything changed.
2: No, like in
1: like a year, like would I come back? Yeah, if, yeah, you could if, if you told me that. Lines appear, whatever. I would make it a standing thing to come read no, like you could every totally, birthday. yeah, you know yeah, I mean?
2: yeah, totally. I mean, you could do that. I've like just recently started though, so mm-hmm. I haven't had any returning clientele yet. okay. um because yeah, like I only started like I only opened my spiritual healing business like a month or two ago. Oh, very <laughs> yeah. fresh. It's very fresh.
0: but that's why we we started this new whole segment, you know what I'm saying? you gotta got to get getting good
1: I always I always I don't I never believe in like anyone telling me anything about my future because if me you, neither. if you tell me that I'm going to go on a yacht and meet the man in red when I go on a yacht and I see a man in red, I was like, that's him.
2: Right. But does that mean is that that's that the could, man and
1: that yeah. was the yacht? No. That
0: could I also think,
2: change. to be honest yeah. with you, I agree with both of you. And I also, like, I just, this is just what I say all the time. It's like all readers are not created equal. Like some people are in integrity and some aren't. Some like mm. say things that are just like ridiculous. Like, why would you say that to someone? Like, I don't read palms. Like, what's really funny is I've noticed a lot of people are reluctant to get palm readings because mm-hmm. they're scared I'm going to say, you're going to die at 30. I would never say that to you. Oh, that's what I'm afraid of. See, but are, that is so irresponsible. Like, you should never be telling someone something that, like... Or, like, oh, you know.
1: But however... You'll never get married or some shit
0: to let me know. If the palm does tell me I'm going to die at 30.
2: But Like, that's something is, I'd
0: probably want to know. See,
2: but all of it is... Is it?
0: Yeah, because then I'd be like... Because I'm about to be 30 right now. So, I, there's a bunch of shit that I'd want to do before then. But
2: here, here's the thing, right? You feel me? Everything's mm-hmm. open to interpretation in the sense that... So I read that, I would read what other people might read as, oh, you're going to die at 30 in a different way. It might like, be, then be life as you know it might end at 30. Exactly. Uh, There's always a different way to look yeah. at things, in my opinion. And also, so one thing that my teacher taught me that really stuck with me, just with anything with energy healing, is like, you have to be conscious of the fact that you are working with a human being and anything could happen mm-hmm. after the fact. Right. Yeah. Always keep that in mind for whoever's listening to this, because... I think that there's a lot of like irresponsible things happening. So for example, the story that I was told that I will share with you all was that um, this girl came to my teacher to get a palm reading and she had shared a story with my teacher that her father had gotten a palm reading by some lady Mm -hmm. and the palm reader told him, and I'm making up the, the age, but the palm reader told him, you're gonna die at like 45. And lo and behold, the father ended up dying by suicide. At 45. At 45. Damn. But see, that's the problem because you now, you put that in his head and I don't, you don't know what he was going through. Maybe he was depressed. Maybe he was anxious. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was down on his luck. And then he was probably thinking, okay, well, screw it. Someone told me I was going to die at 45. Anyway, let me just die by suicide. That's not fair. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and like now this, this girl doesn't have her father because someone was really irresponsible and told this man something that she had no business telling him. Right. You know, so it's like that's where the ethics of like energy healing and reading comes in is like you have to be super careful about what you say to people because the impact of what you say like goes far beyond that one hour session that you have with that person, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, so yeah, so I just want to put that out there because a lot of people are super scared of palm readings and it's like, you know, find the healer that resonates with you or the palm reader that resonates with you because we don't always read the same. Like I would never say that to somebody (laughs) because like, yeah, first of all, that really horrific story, but also just because it's, like, irresponsible. It's, like, not yeah. something you should be saying out loud.
0: Disingenuine.
2: Yeah. That's just
1: horrible. Or, but I'm, like, I've never been more interested in a palm reading, like, right now. Or anything, like... <laughs> yeah, I've never remotely. really been interested. I'm, like... Never. I'd,
0: I'd like to say, like, I'm a spiritual person, uh, but, like, I've never I've never really considered, like... I never heard of Reiki, so I've never considered it. I've never... Palm readings, I was just, like, merp.
1: <laughs> nah.
0: Even, like... To the point of, um, what's it called? Uh, Sagittarius, Pisces. Oh, your horoscope. Ast- astro- astrology. astrology. Mm-hmm. I, I am... never, I never really, I never mm-hmm. fucked with it. Mostly because I always found that people just use astrology as an excuse for bad behavior. Yep. or it's like, Which oh, is like she's talking about. Yeah, I'm saying like yeah. I'm it's a Pisces. Man, you're such an asshole. Well, I'm a Pisces, so that's why I'm only saying that because I am a Pisces. I was gonna say that's <laughs> usually like
2: the the usual joke is like, you're an asshole. Well, I'm a Scorpio, so something, something. I'm a yeah. Scorpio, so oh my goodness, say that out loud.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. like oh my god. Every time someone finds you a Scorpio, oh you're a Scorpio. Oh you're you're a, a
2: scorpio.
0: scorpio. No, it does not.
2: Not, not necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do none of that. Yeah.
0: are mm. like oh you're oh you're a Gemini.
2: I mean, oh, you're a Pisces.
0: <laughs> you are emotional as fuck.
2: <laughs> I mean, parts of it are true.
0: No, I do. I do think that it can inform, like, why you operate in a certain way. My only thing is that you shouldn't use it as a Excuse. oh, I am like this because of this, and yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing you or I can do about it because you definitely have control over exactly, reality, yeah. how you operate. You know
2: I agree saying? with that. I I
1: think for me, I've been, like, I'm super, like, interested in, like, spirituality. Like, I want to go learn about all the stuff and pick for myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean religion. Like, even Obia. I want to hear somebody who... You know, like, I want to hear somebody who practices witchcraft. Explain to me why you're doing witchcraft. And I get it, it's not going to be like Sabrina, but... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to exp- hear all the things so I can say... Yay or nay for me.
2: Make an informed decision. An informed decision. Yeah. But
1: when it comes to like this type of stuff, mm-hmm. the Reiki stuff, the chakras, I am most skeptical because everybody and them grandmother have a crystal. Mm-hmm. Everybody and them friend opening up a chakra. And it's it's a lot. <laughs> Cause it's like word. Mm-hmm. You know, so I appreciate you saying not necessarily that the thing is closed or it needs to be open, but it needs to be in balance. And I think the way you communicate these ideas are more digestible and more realistic because we we want to be careful not to become the thing that we are trying to rip ourselves away from. Right. right. So I appreciate that. Um, I think you're the first person to ever make me want to get my palms read. Like I want the podcast yeah. to end. So I can- <laughs> Well, I love you guys. I yeah. did not because <laughs> yeah. not because I don't want to continue talking, talking with you it. guys. It's just like she me. wants to have a private conversation. You know what I mean? Like now with I'm you. like now I'm like read them. <laughs> Let me know. Yeah. Take all my um, money,
0: but for sure, fix me. <laughs> On that note, Anita, please tell the people where they can find you. Uh, I know that your your page is Collateral Healing. Mm-hmm. Just because of my own research yeah. and, and just mm. connections to you. Um, but tell them where they can find you, like how you operate for the Canadian folk listening. Sorry. She's, she's New York. She's in New York. So if you go on a road trip to the big apple, I'm sure she'll try to
2: accommodate accommodate you. But yeah, other than that, take um, it away. As an aside, I am trying to figure out how to do like virtual readings for comedy okay. okay. Um, so that, there's that. Um, my healing page that I just started, so it's a little bare on the materials that I've posted. That's fine. Um, is, it's mad cute, though, because I'm on it right now. Thank you, thank you. It's collateral healing, so it's kind of like collateral damage, but the opposite. Boom. And my personal page is underscore underscore Anita period S, and to book with me, at the moment I'm working on my website, but you could DM to book, and I take Appointments on Fridays or Saturdays. In New York. Yes. And potentially virtually, just haven't opened that option yes. yet.
0: But right now in New York. In New York. So big Apple people.
2: Come through, pals. Yo, she's day, a muggle
0: muggle, like I told you, I said in the intro, you thought I was just talking shit?
1: No, I knew you weren't talking shit, but I'm just like, I'm creeping the page right Everything now.
0: Everything I say is facts, I She's a
1: muggle muggle, like, Come on. Come true muggling. Look at this. Jesus. Bride. Bumble clad. <laughs> Jesus. I'ma just... Just go through the shits and just... My goodness. Yes, girl. What you. What you, muggle muggle. Sorry.
0: Well... <laughs> This I'm has just been uh, the
1: follow button real quick. This has been
0: Ty and Fee <laughs> and Anita. Just you know, Lyman eating some ice cream and cookies. Yeah, fries. Just some good vibes, and reminding you, there's always room to take time. Thanks for tuning in. Share and subscribe to become part of the community. We'll see you next time. And remember, no matter how crazy life gets, there's always room to take time.